0: Hello.
1: Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, I can hear you now. I can hear you now. Okay, so let's uh, let's just. All right. So um, all right. So let's uh, let's get it. Let's uh, get started. Okay, so we're gonna be talking about uh, uh, Justin Pearson. That's what we're gonna be talking about. Uh, Let's get right into it. who've been marginalized, yeah. coming to the well. Yeah. I believe, I believe it is a
2: vision of yeah. people who've been ostracized, yeah. coming to the well. Yeah. See, I see
0: white folk and black folk. I, I see queer folk and straight folk. I yeah. see rich yeah. folk and poor folk. I to black well
3: gonna change this
2: country it's this movement in this moment in time
3: they're gonna change the country and i'm so glad oh i'm so glad yes i'm glad oh i'm glad yes i'm glad i'm so
1: glad
0: i don't know man i just see this as a joke what is your thoughts on it uh what you mean you see it as a joke the fact of you know the way he's acting like this, like cooping and hollering, and the fact of the matter is that he doesn't have reparations put onto his website. That's the thing. Well, I
4: he might be zealous because he's really young, but um, the 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 things that he's up against in that Congress is astronomical as you can see how they treated him and and Justin Jones. Um, I think that they they have a long way to go in Tennessee. Putting reparations on the ballot, that's 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 not gonna happen. <laughs> I mean, you know, they 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 got they like they like real behind. If you can, if you can just, if you know anything about their history, I mean, Dr. King was assassinated over there. So it's like you know tennessee it it got a long ways to go they got a long ways to go and even bringing reparations on the ballot is is not going to they 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 need basics they need basics as you can see they don't they don't even respect them on the congressional floor so and they were real blatant with letting the lady go and expelling them and and I don't know what they did That's different from a filibuster or when they get up and on the, on the floor and they just start talking to hold up time. I don't, I don't see how what they did was any different by protesting the gun violence. You know what I mean? A gun reform. Well,
0: the thing is with the gun violence thing is like what they want is like they're trying to say, well, guns are the problem for what happened in Nashville. It wasn't guns. That was the problem. It was a mental health issue with a trans man going over there and killing six people, three kids and three adults. It's not a gun problem. It's a mental, it's a mental health problem.
1: And yes, I agree.
0: Not. And they just, they just caught another one who was trying to do that. He, they caught him in time.
4: Okay. Yes, I, I, I agree. I, I, I am not for, I am pro second amendment. But they, they just it's like they hand it out and what what do they need? military weapon weapon grade uh uh, uh amun- um not ammunition but but arm uh weapons for for civilians. I'm I'm not understanding why is that so readily available to civilians. You know what I mean?
0: Um my thing I, is that, I, okay, I understand that we need gun checks for people, you know, background checks in order for a person to have a gun. That's fine. Okay. But the thing is, is like when it comes to dealing with the issue, it's not a gun issue. It's a mental health issue. And they they refuse to address that. That is my issue with it.
5: Okay. Yeah. To,
0: To address what really went on. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. I believe in that. And they're not willing to get to the bottom of that the democrats and they're willing to just you know you want to stand for you know kids getting uh you know gender reassignment surgery you're for drag queen story time and justin um justin jones is also standing for the drag queen story time so my thing is is like why aren't you talking about the fact that these mentally ill people and on on a side note these drag queens some of them are convicted sex offenders why aren't they talking about those, you know, those issues? You want to talk about guns, this, guns, that, but you need guns to protect yourself from criminals. And the criminals are the ones that will always have the guns.
4: Yes, no, I I, I agree on the gun issue, uh in regards to I don't want to get rid of guns. I just want to make sure that we are screening people properly who are getting the guns because, and like I said, these guys are getting weapons that can, you know, tear your arm off your body. What what do we need that for if we're just civilians? You know, we're not in a wartime. You know what I mean? Um, As far as the LGBT, I'm really not sure what the stance is on that, but I just feel as if I feel as if, uh, shit, black people really ain't got rights like that. As we can see, they sitting up there and they were voted in by their constituents and how they were treated. So, I can't even...
0: No, you're gone, you're gone. keep going.
4: Yeah, I I can't even... I can't even... I just want us to have basic rights For I can even think about what I want to do for LGBT, you know what I'm saying? As far as I'm concerned, they're ahead of us in a lot of ways.
0: Well, that's you know, the Democrats give them so much rights. They get this, they get that, they, you know, but black people, you know, they don't really get that much, you know, they're not getting reparations and that's something that should have been gotten the minute, you know, Obama was in office. Okay.
6: Mm-hmm. And,
0: and, you know, I, I, I think, I mean, look, I'm not, you know, I'm not a, my descent is from West Indies. I was born here. But my descent is the West Indies, right? But I would mm-hmm. still like to see black people, black Americans win. Okay. But yeah. What's happening? Well, it's
4: all the same. I don't differentiate not to cut you off, but just to just to piggyback on what you're saying. I don't see a difference in black in the diaspora where you're from. I don't differentiate oh you Jamaican, oh you African, oh you you know, you Haiti. I, I see us all as one because There have been immigrants that have come here that are first-generation immigrants that have been harmed because their skin is black So I just see us all as one And and in all honesty, my my grandfather, I found out that I have more Native American than any and that's 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 blood That's like Mm -hmm. even for me going to Africa. So it's like we're all over the planet, but it's all oppression It's all oppression you know your island may have been predominantly black, but you know what i'm saying so if I stand for righteousness in all in all areas in all four corners of the earth, so on that i want i wanna make my position clear because there has been a war between oh you jamaican oh you African oh you no, I don't do that I don't do that mm mm
0: mm john was he was he was just you have, Just assassinated. That you have Blacks that think You have Black Americans that think that well If you're F.B.A. you don't have a say You know in what goes on You know
4: But what? a lot of the A lot of the uh, Your your heritage uh, Like Chicago was founded By, the, by a Haitian uh, mm-hmm. New Orleans is the sister city To Haiti A lot of the customs and things that they do down there are. are, are see so it's like all Integrating and all and even like my my cousin did an extensive uh genealogy search on everybody in the family we have roots in Trinidad and different other you know what i'm saying so it's kind of hard for me to separate and say oh no i'm not doing it. when you can come down and and be uh, h- harmed by the wrong officer but he's not going to say oh are you from the bahamas okay i'm not going to fool with you you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about it. I didn't mean to steer yeah. the conversation, but I just well, wanted no, to I make mean, that I, point because I, I, I don't like black people fighting in, amongst themselves from different different ge- geographical locations, you know.
0: True. But it's just the fact that this is this is the reality of it all. You know, that's, the reality mm-hmm. that, you know, you have blacks who feel that way. You
4: know. Yeah. Oh I know. I know. But I'm just trying to educate them on the, the 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 logic of it. How it doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well
4: I mean people I don't feel what... how they're gonna feel, but I just wanna put my stance uh in and why it doesn't make any sense and why we should not be separated in the in the uh, in the diaspora like that.
0: Right. Well, others feel that way. I mean, especially when it came to the, uh, the just pearly thing situation and it comes out with Sarah Garvey and how he sees African-Americans as good victims. And he was talking this way to a, to a white person who I think is also, um, is racist. I think is racist Sarah card. And, you know, this is why you have some African-Americans feel that we should only be with, uh, amongst ourselves. And, um, that's how they, I can't knock it. But at the same time, you could have you do have other blacks from different descents that, that understand the FBA. and want to be like, OK. Yeah, I agree that you need reparations. I'm black. I agree. I'm not going to get any money with that. I'm cool with that. But I do want to see black Americans win, you know, for once when it comes to this issue. OK. Yeah, I
4: agree. I, I'm all for reparations. I believe it's reparations is like back pay for for labor services rendered. That's what it is. Right. It's reparations is back pay for services rendered. Those people worked. They worked hard. People got rich off of them, and they were not. You know, script. The scriptures say, I, 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 you know, I don't want to, you know, uh. But it Just says the on. worker is on. worth his. Yeah, the worker is worth his reward, and I and I feel that way. People should be. Remunerated for what they what they've worked for. It's just the fair and the right thing to do. And um, yes, you know, black people, we we black Americans, we we talk about all the time how, um, you know, how immigrants come here and they are enjoying the rights we march for this, that, and the other. And that's true. And I'm not begrudging that because it, it that's what we march for. But the problem is we are on the bottom. But some of that is from people our own politicians and people selling out
0: right the naacp um the guy was named pastor brown instead of he he's the one who dropped the five billion or five million dollar reparations deal he dropped it i mean and people already see you know that the naacp is basically the gatekeepers from keeping blacks from getting their reparations yeah the boule and mm. yeah, oh you know about that. Okay. I, I met another person who knows about that. It's basically the black skull and bones, and they work to keep themselves in power and gatekeepers for the black community, keep the black their job is to keep the black community down. In check. Yeah. And this one I mm-hmm. see with Martin Luther, you know, with these guys who are trying to pretend to be Mr. Pearson, trying to pretend to be Martin Luther King and all this hooping and shot, shouting and hollering. I just see it as a gimmick. And mm-hmm. the fact that he doesn't have reparations on the forefront of his website that tells me that he's, this is a joke. This is a plant. He's just going to be another Obama and mm-hmm. black are gonna still come and follow mm-hmm. him. And my issue is the fact is when are you guys going to wake up and see that they keep playing the same playbook and you guys get mad when somebody calls it out. Okay. I don't, because
4: I know there are, we, we have many, uh, all skin folk and kin folk we have many in our in our ranks who are not for us. you know we have many who are not for us they're not they sabotage anything you do to try to get us ahead they'll sabotage it, and they look like us so uh but but getting back to the to the pearly things debate, I know I missed the one the show you did on that but um I I when I first saw uh I just glanced at her video, but I never clicked on anything or subscribed to her because I'm like, how you how you in our business? <laughs> That's that was what I was flabbergasted. I was like, how is she it's like me trying to insert myself and in, say Asian relationships or right. Latino relationships or white relationships like what do I know? I'm not in that culture. What, 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 what what do I know?
0: Right. It's, it's just the fact of how, when I saw her, I didn't really pay attention to it, you know, but then when I Mm -hmm. heard about the Nick Fuentes situation, then I started paying attention. Then I started looking at backs other videos she did in the past. It's like, wow, this woman really is, you know, just being racist and pulling any type of, Doing anything she wants to try to get ahead. And it's like you have the manosphere backing her. Okay. So to me, that's like, okay, so you guys don't really care about black women. And you they had black women they could have used. You had Crimson Cure, you had uh-huh. Six the Goddess. I think. I think yeah, that's her name. I mean. Six Goddess, they found out she was a stripper, so it's just like ah. I mean, but it's
4: okay for it's okay when you're not black to be a stripper, though.
0: It's not okay,
4: period.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no,
4: because I what are our billionaires married a white stripper, so it's okay as long as you ain't black. <laughs>
0: that's how that go. Married, married a black white stripper, what wait, who? Yeah, Robert Smith. Robert Smith. Oh, oh, he he I think he married a well, he married a porn star. I thought he married a porn star.
4: Well, oh. that's oh, that's better. Uh, she's a, no, she's not,
0: she's well. up, up to right. <laughs> yeah, It's just, it's just <laughs> that it's, it's just the fact that it, you know, it looks bad. I mean, Crimson Cure, she's more you could take her seriously, but I'm just being you can't take Danica seriously because the way she dressed, and people are going to get mad at me about that, but I'm sorry. But she, some of the thing, it's like, it's you have to really focus on her face okay
4: but then because why the, is the, why is the uh because she trying to she trying to gain gain subscribers with her with her figure but why is that why is that not okay for black women but it's okay for other women to, to okay profit okay off that it, but
0: the problem is it's like you know when it comes i'm, to I'm very kids. conservative
4: i'm i'm very conservative i used to wear long skirts a, a little house on the prairie skirts to, in high school so mm-hmm. i'm very conservative and I and if I had my way, there would be no stripping or or sex work or any of that. If I had my way, if this was my world. But uh I just think there's a double standard, and I don't think that's fair. I think that like, like, like in in just pearly things would not have made it in her community on her own. Cause they would be like, uh no. You know what I mean? Um <laughs>
0: no, that she wouldn't have made it because she doesn't, she does, she's not appealing to them. Right. The fact of the matter is, is just, uh, um, she founded that with the black community, you know, and it's just politics. She's, she's using her way to get to, um, to do alternative, I'll get to the alternative outright. That's what she's doing, you know? And it's the man's got played and like here, um, black people are getting played right, right now. With this uh Justin Jones uh situation Justin Pearson situation I mean I'm sorry the guy I didn't take him seriously because once again I heard oh he doesn't have reparations on his website and you're trying to give this juck and Jive speech you're not and the thing is though with the democratics with the Democratic Party right the Democratic mm-hmm. Party you have to include the alphabet you have to include everybody with you. So your your mission, your protest gets weakened. And now instead of focusing on solely for black, for blacks, black Americans to get their reparations, you have, to, it's now, it's, it's a free for all. That's why the, um, the civil rights movement back in the day, Martin Luther King said he was leading his people into a burning house because every, you had everybody there, right? You even had mm-hmm. the LGBT back then, you had them there. So now instead of focusing on strictly just black people getting their right, getting their rights, getting their reparations, getting their, uh, 40 acres in a mule, everybody's in, everybody's there. And it was really, a you know, it's really just a, you know, he realized he was, he was being played, but it was too late for him. And now this is why you don't see the NAACP following his footsteps. And, um, It basically say if you try to come out of this, if you try to come out the matrix and follow the way he did, you're going to die.
4: That's how that. Yep. That's it. it, If you if you notice, like a lot of a lot of folks are dropping a lot of a lot of people. When you start taking a stance and you have any kind of platform, any kind of followers, if you start taking the wrong stance that they don't want, they don't want the capital T. H. E. Y. Don't want Mm -hmm. you taking then you you be fine with a needle on your arm. <laughs> Let's put it that way.
0: Yeah. So, end, yeah. Up, yeah, because these people, you know, they can't be like, OK, the, the NAACP can't be. like, All right. We are going to fight for reparations. We are going to do this. We are going to do that. No, because if they do, that's you going off code and for them because they are the they are basically the house Negroes for white supremacy. And a lot of people don't understand that. And they just want to live that live that way. Hold on one minute. Okay, what's up, man?
2: Hey, peace. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Great conversation.
0: Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. I'm gonna try and get back to uh, trying to get trying to get. Ba- I'll get back to the you know the live stream in a few. Let me just try and see if I could get. Uh, Get Georgia up here, okay. Let's send it there. All right, yeah, man. So we're just discussing how um, how things are going and with this uh, Justin Pearson guy. But let me just get back into it. Let me just play the rest of the tape.
1: Okay.
0: Okay.
7: CNN national correspondent Ryan Young is there in Memphis for us. Ryan, you've been following this so closely. Uh, We can feel the energy coming through the TV here. I'm sure you're certainly feeling it there in person.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it's unreal if you think about how this has played out. Last Thursday, when all the swelling of people showed up, the emotion as it was raining and it was cold, and people went upstairs and they were willing to stay outside for a long period of time so this wouldn't happen and then when it did happen it seems like lightning is hit twice because not only have people got behind justin j pearson but now they're behind justin jones and all that with representative johnson right behind them you listen to
8: all this energy you see the people here who are basically at a, at a church service outside
0: but then you couple that with a march from dr king uh with uh thinking about the lorraine motel and the fact that it was 54 years ago that he was assassinated you understand that the fight here um they're saying is about gun violence a lot of people who are galvanized by that so this is less about race and more about safety and that's what they've been talking about all day long so as you walk around so now you see that why i say why i was asking why i was um why i was uh telling you oh are you you know do you do you see how this is like a clown show okay hold on buddy oh yeah, yeah yeah know what i mean it's like this. no it's just like hooping and hollering i'm like what's what's the plan are you and nobody's asking them are you going to give us reparations all right mm-hmm. are you going to give us this are you going to give us that and also um i want to uh move this um go to this article right now what we found out about uh Justin Jones okay Justin Pearson i believe he was uh um domestic violence but he was also reinstated oh was he and i thought yeah and i thought you had to have a um a clean record that's what i was you have I'm like what, what's going he on he has
4: a he has a domestic violence he's not even married he's he's engaged
0: Hold on one second. Let me check. I'll check. Hold on. I remember I was seeing
6: it. Hold on one second.
1: Oh, you said Justin Jones, not Justin Pearson. But Justin Jones ain't married. Okay. I sworn back.
0: Hold on. Hold on one second.
1: Okay.
6: Okay. Just
0: suspend. Okay, investigation. Justice unit. All right. What's for? That. Hold on. Okay. All right. Justin Pearson, let's see.
8: One second. Okay. Let's here. Hold on one second.
0: All right. gent charges dropped. Just some Pierce is in Tennessee. All right. Tennessee. three. Okay. All right. Here we are. Here we are. All right, sexual misconduct and campaign finance rallies were enough to expel Tennessee House members in the past, but on Thursday, protests gone. All right, Tennessee Republican. Let me get this, I'll put it on the screen right here. Hold on one minute. All right, it's coming up. It's coming up. Okay. Just bear with me right now. It's a little slow.
2: You know, quickly I would say. Do you notice it's all about entertainment, and this guy's just bug dancing, and, and and our people just love a show. We don't like That's what I'm
0: before. saying, man. want
2: to be entertained.
4: Yeah, um, he's really intelligent. I'm not gonna throw him under the bus just yet because he's real young, and sometimes they feel like they have to to get the constituency to keep them happy. As long as I want to see what he's, the bills that he's introducing on the floor, uh, before I make a, a a determination as to if he's a sellout or you know what I mean, or if he's useful or if he's just you know another another one bites the dust kind of thing.
2: The, the right. little bit I've seen from him, he tells me all I need to know. I, without seeing the bills and when they eventually come out, I can assure you uh, he is going to do his master's bidding. He's not going to do anything tangible for our people. That dude's a whole clown. It's, it's always a silly type of black man who's questionable or who's cosigning all of the typical agendas. They, they're not going to have a normal black dude who's taking care of business, talking something substantial for us he, he's all fluff why does he have to i know he's not that way i guess he's taking acting classes or whatever have you the way he's looking like he's a preacher or not. like why can't you just be normal who you are
0: yeah that's true up, yeah because they that's you have they have to put on a show that's what they have to do mm-hmm.
2: Which speaks to the level of intelligence of the masses, everything you have to be entertained, you know, Like what we're talking serious matters. And even with something serious, it still has to be uh, promoted to you in a a entertainment light. Like, are are people children? Pretty
4: much. Pretty much. People are not, you know, they're not really into thinking anymore. And um, it's very appalling when you look at the educational system. I'm in LA right now, and um, so many children are illiterate. It's just disturbing. So to know what what Congress does, or the judicial branch, or you know the the the, the rules of politics, you know, you have to be really. Into your kids' education and sitting down with them yourself to to do that, and it's just going to be a lot of people left behind. And unfortunately, um, the 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 theatrics uh, is what he probably feels will get the people, the masses, to vote for him. When it's really what he uh, when he does he bring to the congressional floor what his constituents need. Like I was doing watching documenting on uh, uh, Queen Lilio Kulani and um, I know I'm probably mispronouncing my name in Hawaii. She was the last real Hawaiian monarch. She used to go to her people and ask them how she should vote when she come to the U.S. to, to You know what I'm saying? She used to have meetings with regular people, not just the leaders. Like you come in and you tell her how she should vote. That's what we need. But uh, everything is just so friggin' corrupt, you know what I mean? And it's just so easy for our people to sell out uh, because we don't have, we're not like the Asian community where we have all these millionaires that can just say, hey, uh, this district needs this right here. Our, our pipes are not clean. Let's get this done. Representative Pearson, Representative uh, Jones, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's just a, a, like a lot of poverty. So a lot of those people sell out, unfortunately, Those politicians.
0: All right. So I'm not able to find it just yet. i probably have to find it a little later. But I do remember seeing that. So I'll just have to find it another time. All right. Okay. School. I'll look it up too. Yeah. All right. So I'm just going to have to hit back to what I was discussing. All right. But so, I will
2: say uh, despite if he has a uh, subtly pass, as long as he's doing the bidding of his masters, they'll tell the public how to think about it. He won't have to step down. As long as he's willing to play the ball, they'll take care of him. I don't care if he beats yeah. the brakes off some woman or what. Doesn't matter. Just play the ball and we'll take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> that's
4: how that, <laughs> that works. Is. Yeah, that's how it that's how it worked. Yeah. hmm Yep. And we they'll pull out every 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 wrong thing from you did from grade school. You stole a pencil over here, and this and that and the other. But uh, he um, didn't bring any. They didn't bring any gun uh, reform laws. With Memphis is Memphis is, is are they? I don't know if New Orleans is number one or Memphis, but it's pretty rough. You know, so I would have been introducing that then. <laughs> you know before the school shooting because yeah. it's 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 quite right, a bit I'm of crime in his to, district
0: I'm to get into this with this article right now all right? tennessee Rep- representative justin jones tossed a tra- excuse me traffic cone at a driver during a 2020 blm protest so this is the video they got right here okay let's see if i could widen this up a bit yep full screen all right this is him and he says they will try, Justin Jones, they will try to push a false narrative portray me as the violent as a way to deflect from their own actions. They will suggest that I am out of order. That is their strategy. However, I'm hopeful for the chance to present our evidence to the transparent manner. In a transparent manner. Uh, that's him. That's that's Justin Jones right here. Mm-hmm. In the red.
4: Yeah. Did the car hit him?
0: No, that's not Justin Jones. It's like he was disrupting traffic and, you know, a car ended up hitting somebody else. Oh. This is during the Black Lives Matter protest. Hit someone's vehicle with a traffic cone. Mm. That's him. All right. Unearthed surveillance footage from a 2020 Black Lives Matter protest. Outside the Tennessee Capitol shows newly reinstated representative Justin Jones throwing a traffic cone at a driving frustration. Jones 27 who was returned to office after leading a protest in capital, uh, the Capitol against gun violence in the wake of the Nashville school shooting was seen as on video blocking a street with six other pedestrians on June 18, 2020 dressed in all black and a tan brimmed hat. The future lawmaker could be seen attempting to stop a white truck to drive around them by placing a traffic cone in front of the vehicle. Undeterred, the driver runs over the cone, causing the group to approach the truck and yell at him with megaphone. Appearing angered by the driver's actions, Jones can be seen pulling the cone from underneath the vehicle and using it to repeatedly jab the driver, who attempts to smack it away. As the driver tries to speed up, Jones tossed it into the truck, but the truck driver quickly pushes it out of the way and makes a getaway. During the arrest, another driver on the opposite side, the stalled road could be seen confronting the protester with the vehicle inching forward until it bumped him into one of them. Despite the small push, the protesters wearing a neon green long sleeve shirt threw themselves on the ground and lay down in front of the cars as another demonstrator rushed to check on him. Wow. So they were, they were playing victim. Jones has, apparently, has repeatedly claimed that the chaotic incident was not violent after the district attorney Glenn Funk attempted to indict him in 2021 for participating in the protests in an aggravating manner. He noted that the man in the white van was allegedly hurling racial slurs at the protest protesters. And that he was the one at, he was the one at fault for pushing his car past him, defending himself on Twitter at the time. Jones wrote, they would, yeah, I read that already. Okay. So you have somebody here that got a, uh, a criminal record defending the democratic party, defending blacks, okay. And my issue is the fact is it's let's say they do pass gun control bills. Right. Anti-gun bills. Mm -hmm. Okay, if something goes wrong, that a person who was a law abiding citizen who is who can't get guns to protect his family is going to be a black person's face is going to be responsible for whatever happens to that person's family because he can't get a gun. Let's not forget that the U.S. dollar is being devalued and banks are closing left and right. People are having problems getting their money out of banks right now. Okay? People are gonna rob, mm-hmm. people are gonna steal. And if you can't get weapons to defend your protect your family, and it's because a black man helped prevent that, then that's to me, that's gonna breed racism.
4: Well, I thought the gun reform was not about. Taking everybody's weapons as much as it was enforcing background checks and and uh, longer longer waits for getting your weapon.
0: Well, the thing is though, with um, Joe Biden, he wanted to go to the Supreme Court to have the right for cops to come into your home, okay, and to get your guns. That's the thing.
5: Hmm.
4: That right. I won't. That I that I wouldn't want. I would. I don't want any any invasion of of personal property, um, just willy nilly. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. Yeah. That that I don't want. I'm 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 more interested in in disarming the folks who uh, have uh, you know gravely disabled as far as m- their mental capacity and stuff. I'm I'm more interested in you know them not being just out in the public and just spraying up everybody.
0: You know what I mean? Well, right. I mean, you know, I, mean I see one a one balance one. of having you know gun control. You know, have background checks. All right.
1: Hmm.
0: I mean, you have red. Flags, that's what laws. I thought it was. The bill was.
4: That. Yeah, that's what I thought the bill was introducing was uh, that because I was going to go and teach science. Go into teaching science to show them. I don't want to go into the doggone school that's like a prison. You got three doors. You got to go. Got to be pat down. You, you got to carry a weapon as a teacher. Golly, what you know? What's going on here?
0: Well, the thing is, is like you have cops that you know. I forgot. What, I forgot where it was. It was down south. I think it was. In, uh, it was in Texas. It was in Texas. Um, something Virno, I forgot the name of the, the place, but there was a shooter there. And the cops were too chicken, the sheriff, the deputies were too chicken to go and stop the school shooter.
4: Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And Brown, right. Brown, my Brownsville, uh, I can't it's think of Texas. the city.
0: It's Texas. Yeah. And you, bald, you know, you bald, yeah, you right. You got people there rubbing their hands with hand sanitizer. The cops running their hands with hand sanitizers when you're supposed to go over there and take out the shooter and kids were dying.
4: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So,
0: I am okay with teachers arming themselves, as long as they've gone through a background check and they don't have any psycholo- psychological issues.
1: Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm for that because you have cops that may, you may have, you may end up with a evolving situation. At least you have teachers mm-hmm. that can defend themselves. Okay. Yeah. Well, they're gonna have like to
4: install doors and bulletproof doors and bulletproof windows. Uh, they, it's just it's just gonna be like a prison. Unfortunately, it's just that's just what it's gonna come down to, at these schools because they're um they're targeting schools that for whatever little mission that they have. I don't know what the kids did to them,
0: but well, that person was mentally, you know, that person was uh, mentally unstable. That person was a trans woman. I'm not, um a trans man it was a woman, but wanted to be a man, and you mm-hmm. know they. They, the, you see the LGBT, you see them saying, well, you know, they shouldn't have misgendered her, misgendered him. You know, I know it was bad, but they shouldn't. Like they put that over the six lives that were lost in that school shooting. And these, and Justin Pearson and Justin Jones are standing for these people, saying that guns are the problem. This is why I said it's not a gun issue, it's a mental health issue.
4: Yeah. I agree.
0: And, and, you know, Justin Jones and Justin Pearson are not seeing it that way. They have to work under their white master to say what they want to say. They can't tell the truth. Okay.
2: I I was going to say real quick don't forget, and you can look this up all of the major shooters actually are typically under the care of a psychiatrist. The mental health drugs have what's called a black box warning. They make you more homicidal and suicidal, yet they haven't pulled it off the market. So this mental health screening and stuff, unless we revamped and had a a real honest mental health system, I don't know how much benefit you're going to get out of that if the main shooters typically are on these drugs. That bank shooter recently, his parents said... um, he was laid off and he was getting mental health care. But like I said, they won't pull these drugs off. And lastly, I would say too, how can we take these people serious when we don't even honor biology and we say that people could be, you know, not just uh, gender confused, but you could declare you're no longer male or female. but We say that's a perfectly healthy person. And if you see it another way, you're full of hate.
0: Right. And the the thing is the human body is like a computer and it will tell you what you are, okay? It will tell you when something is wrong, okay? It will tell you if you've been molested. It will, you will, the body will show it to you because you will get dreams. You will get, your body will react to certain things. You will know what's right or wrong. You will know what feels right and what doesn't. Okay, no matter if people try to hammer it down into you that what was done to you was right, when it was wrong, the body's gonna react in some way. You're gonna have mental problems, something is wrong and will be pushed mm-hmm. to the surface. Okay? and this Yeah, is and trans
4: part. have to take hormones, too, not to cut you off. They have to take hormones, too, which, which really affects your mood and stuff. You have to take testosterone and you're a woman. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
4: Um, that, that plays a part as well, biologically.
0: Of course. I mean, women are very emotional and, you know, you taking that, that can make you very, that can make you extremely violent.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And this is what these people they and the doctors who are trying to tell, trying to actually help them and say you don't need surgery, you don't need you need a therapist. They get they could lose their license to practice medicine. Okay? And this is what you know, this is what, what we're suffering in the process because these people can't get the help the proper help that they need. Okay? So they either right. shoot up a school or they're going to go and shoot themselves. All right, because they're not getting the help that they need. Everybody's lying to them.
2: I, I was going to throw in two quick fun facts. How come with the surgery you only get two options? Because God only made two templates. But you know, cities like California and New York City and different places, they say there's at least 600 genders. There's the ability to be non-binary, be no gender. But when you go get, quote, gender affirming care, there's only two templates they work from. For the hormones to make you more effeminate, or the testosterone to make you more masculine keep in mind you have to be on them for life because they create autoimmunity and they promote cancer people can really look this up but you do really have lawmakers and people fussing and
0: saying that this is about health yeah no, yeah it,
4: and it, then I, and then they're coming out go ahead sorry
0: yeah they're saying that this is about i, I look at this if they're just trying to create a crisis a, one of the, the just the right crisis to implement something that's what i see it's, it's getting there they're getting warmer but they're trying to find a way to create the right crisis to bring in whatever they want to bring okay mm-hmm. let me just finish reading this article right now okay so um jones has recently made headlines after he and a fellow democrat justin pearson twenty-eight, both of whom are black were expelled from the state legislature after they joined protest on the House floor on March 30th. The demonstration called on lawmakers to pass gun reform policies following the horrific mass shooting at the Nashville Convidence School, where three nine-year-old children and three faculty members were shot dead by Audrey Hale, a 28-year-old alumnus of the Christian School. Gloria Johnson, 60, a fellow lawmaker who is white, was notably expelled, not expelled, despite demonstrating with her fellow Democrats. Hmm. Jones and Pearson were reinstated this week, after respective governing councils voted them back into office, this is after they broke the rules as well. Hmm. You know, th- this is uh, this is what I'm saying. These these two are all, all three of them are red flags. All three of them. But you know, you have blacks who want to vote for them and think that they're for the- they have their best interests at heart. And I just don't. I don't see that. I don't, I just see. A puppet show. Because how could you be for something like this that is going to put people at risk? Especially the black community. Because I'm not trying to bash single mothers, but you do have single mothers who who can be selfish and want to raise their, their boys as girls and their uh, girls as boys. Okay? Yeah. And there's going to be a lot of... There's gonna be a lot of suicides say, and a lot of destruction coming.
2: You, you know what's missing from the conversation too? Lawmakers have armed security, so as they pass these laws, they always have on their on their life more valuable than ours. You know, they're not having their armed security put their guns down, but they're telling you you need to put yours down. So I, I won't That's entertain that for a second.
0: That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying the fact that. They want to have stricter gun laws. So when things really go down, okay, when people who are racist want to come and kill you because you're black or harm your children, there's really nothing you really could do about it because the guns is too hard to get. That's what I see, Mm -hmm. especially in communities. If you live in a, a high crime community where you're at, it's going to be hard to get guns and the criminals will always have weapons. And I see they're yeah. trying to make black people the face of um, the face of uh, crime, the face of what's really going to go down. Even in Austin, Texas, there's this guy. He has an initiative. All right. That you shouldn't arrest people who are murderers or robbers. Make robbers clean your house and murderers clean your house. Don't don't. And this guy has been to prison and he's being propped up. Mm. Okay.
4: I heard they have a known pedophile in the Tennessee uh, representative uh, Congress. Did you do any research on that?
0: I th- That name sound familiar. I forgot that dude's name.
4: Yeah, it's um, like people are like, oh, he, oh, yeah, they voted him in. Oh, yeah, and his record is public. What? <laughs> what y'all doing down
0: there? Was he around during the Bush administration as well? Like he served a long time in there?
4: I'm not sure, but you know they do stay in there a long time. Diane Feinstein out uh, here, she 90, and they and they they like please, please, lady. <laughs> you know, 90. She's 89 years old. So that's another issue. Is 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 the the term limits and the and the folk the 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 new people got we got to get the new people in, but the kind of like the young generation their their philosophies and their, their ways of looking at things scare me a little bit.
0: Well, the young people, you know, they're the generation raised on like, uh, um, WAP. They're raised on, you know, you could, it's cool mm-hmm. to be. A, have repeated babies. And I'm not, yeah. like, again, I'm, not bashing, I'm not bashing single moms, but that is the culture now within the black community, not all, but the ones that hit mainstream media that are getting all that, um, they're getting all that uh, attention are the ones that have that practice degenerate behavior, the drug dealers, you Mm -hmm. know, those are the ones and that's, what's being pushed on the democratic side. Look with Joe Biden, when he wanted to get elected, they say, get your booty to the pole. That was the commercial. That was the slogan for black people. Get your booty to the pole.
4: He wouldn't even meet with ice cube. He was what? I say he would not even meet with Ice Cube when Ice Cube wanted to have a meeting with him.
0: Right. Because Blacks are just a means to an end with him. And Black people, it, it's there. You see it. And you don't. And the thing is, Al Sharpton, they're gatekeepers. They see it, but they know if they go after the line, they will be broke. They work so yeah. hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They work so hard for those butter-built biscuits that if they dare get out of line and be a real what they're really there for, they're not willing to risk it, and it's it's a sad, sick situation. Now let's uh, let's go into um, a sad case of Shrinkillo uh, Robinson. Let's get into that right now.
6: All right, here we go. Say there is not enough evidence to pursue charges related to the death of American Shinquella Robinson, who died in Mexico last year. The 25-year-old from Charlotte, North Carolina, died on October 29th. Her death certificate listed the cause of death as a spinal and neck injury. A video posted online after her passing showed Robinson in a violent altercation with another woman. We're joined now by Salamanda Robinson, the mother of Shankwella Robinson. Salamanda, first of all, we're so sorry for for your loss. What does it mean for your family to hear that federal charges will not be pursued?
1: We was very disappointed.
6: Uh, I, I'm sure. Were you surprised?
1: No, but I was disappointed because the simple fact is that they had enough evidence through to the the um, video that was online, and um. They said it wasn't enough evidence, but I don't believe. And then they said that she they don't know what was the cause of her death. But the cause of her death was due to the fight from what we could see. And um, she said she, she didn't have a, um, a broken neck, and she also died from the um, swelling on the brain, but she also was beaten. So you can give me a, um, you know, uh, I feel that someone should have been arrested due to that. You know but um they trying to say that it, it didn't so i might have to have a body exhumed because we want we need another
6: autopsy wow and i'm sure you know, all of this being said by a mom these are just unimaginable things to be discussing about about your daughter what where does your fight for justice go at this point we're
1: gonna keep going um we will be in washington on may the 19th
6: and your, your lawyers criticized the lack of urgency from U.S. authorities in this case. What do you feel should have been done differently?
1: I feel that they should have took this case and took it serious when it first happened. They didn't um, step up to the plate and do what they needed to do from the very beginning. They said it was out of their their um, hands, but it looked like to me they didn't try to do anything. And they really failed my family, you know, as being the FBI and the, um, the government here. We has really been failed. You know because um my daughter didn't deserve to die like that and um brother was in mexico or wherever it was and it, and they need to make a law let people know that you can't go out of town and do nothing to someone and come back and think that you's okay with it you know there was a video everybody's seen the video so there should have been some charges should have been made and i'm talking about here in the united states
6: we're focusing on the legal process and moving forward but just for a moment before we go can you describe what this has been like to go through as a family?
1: It's been a nightmare. The whole whole five months ain't been nothing but a nightmare to me.
6: All right.
0: Salamander Robinson. Feels bad. I mean, I feel terrible about what happened to her. But um just it's sad, it just shows how much is a, a is a black life worth.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Um this guy was saying, black people would be taken more seriously if we had a lot of lot of life insurance and I, and I think there's there's some truth to that, but um this is uh, I don't know maybe they can su- sue civilly sue the people civilly because would her neck have been broken if she if they hadn't jumped on her you know you can say, oh it's not the cause of death, but I mean would she would she would her neck have been broken? If if you hadn't jumped on her, you know what I mean.
0: I don't know what how this is, how this was able to just go under the radar. I mean, if she was white, this would not have happened. Mm -mm. Okay, you saw what happened with that. You know, I mean, this was a woman that was in the um, in the states. I forgot her name, some guy. Uh, I forgot, it, like she was dating a boyfriend and he, I think it was in Florida and um, he, he killed her. And then he killed himself by letting himself get eaten by wild animals, some part of Florida. And everybody's hmm. looking for her. everybody was, I forgot the name of the woman, but everybody was looking for, her. it was big time news. And she was white and everybody, it was on the news. Every news outlet, they had her face. But this person right here, Shankula Robinson.
4: Oh, she I remember Ro- the one you uh Jessica something, I think. Yeah. I, th- I think I remember the case you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And and this Yeah, is, yeah. So now she's gonna plead to uh the her family's gonna plead to with Joe Biden to push for extradition of Robinson's killer. Federal prosecutors have announced that they will not bring charges in the death of Shantel Robinson, the Charlotte woman who died during a trip with friends to Mexico last October. In a statement released Wednesday, April twelfth, the United the U.S. Attorney's Office in North Carolina's Western District said its official officials had met with Robinson's family and shared with them that they did not find sufficient evidence to pursue a federal criminal case. Given the circumstances of Ms. Robinson's death and the public concerns surrounding this investigation, it is important to reassure the public that experienced federal agents and seasoned prosecutors have extensively reviewed the available evidence and have concluded that the federal charges cannot be pursued, a statement from the U.S. attorney Dina King read. Robinson, 25, who had traveled to Mexico with six friends from college, four women, two men." was discovered unconscious on october 29th the group was staying in a rented tourist property in san jose del cabo in banjo california sir more than a thousand miles south of san Said that friends told them that she had died of alcohol poisoning. However, a video went viral on social media showing Robinson being attacked by someone on the trip with her. It's not clear when during the trip the video was taken, or if Robinson's injuries resulted in her death. Attorneys Benjamin Crump and Sue Ann Robinson, a relation, re- represent Robinson's family and release details of an autopsy performed by a medical. Examiners in Mexico, which determined that the cause of death was a severe spinal cord injury and an atlas luxation, a type of severe neck injury. However, in Mecklenburg County, North Carolina, medical examiners reported released Wednesday. Forensic specialists said they found no evidence of any such injury contradicting the medical report. Wow. No fractures are seen. On the posterior of the spinal column, the report written by forensic pathologist Dr. Thomas Owens said there is no evidence of any disruption of the spinal column alignment, a subluxation, a partial dislocation. So, who's lying here about this uh, autopsy? Based on the, I thought on- that. Yeah, you were saying.
4: I thought I thought the family had gotten an independent autopsy done prior to her burial like I would have told them that cuz it's coming from Mexico and it and it was already kind of questionable cuz I'm I'm hearing different reports about her having a large sum of money with her cuz she probably was paying for the trip and mm-hmm. uh that wasn't there so I don't I don't know it's it's a mess it's a it's really a mess. I'm so sorry that this thing happened to her. It's Me terrible.
0: Too. I really am because this this is nonsense right now and then the U.S., the U.S., uh, you know, the federal, the FBI saying there with their forensic team, there there is no um, evidence of a disruption of spinal column alignment or association spartial dislocation. Based on the history of the and autopsy findings, the report goes on to say, it is my opinion that the cause of death in this case is undetermined. However, Owens also wrote that there was a hematoma serious bruise on the, of the forehead consistent with blunt force trauma, a cerebral edema, swelling of the brain, whose cause is undetermined and a hypophastic ischemic injury consistent with hours of blood or oxygen being cut off from the brain. The FBI launched an investigation into Robinson's death in November of 2022. An arrested warrant was issued by Badger, California, Sur Attorney General Daniel De La Rosa for Dijana Jackson, who was one of the people who traveled with Robinson on the trip. However, no such extradition has taken place, and it is not clear if it will ever happen prior to Jackson. being publicly named De La Rosa, called Robinson's attacker a direct aggressor. False reports began to circulate in December that Jackson had been arrested, but they came from unreliable online sources. Crump joined Robinson's family in writing the letter to to President Joe Biden calling the extradition of Robinson's killer to Mexico. If unable to do so, the family requests the U.S. Justice Department to assume the case. In our letter to the President Biden and Secretary Blinken, we clearly stated that one of two things need to happen. Either the U.S. extradites a killer to Mexico or the U.S. takes jurisdiction of the case and her killer to be, is to be prosecuted here, said Crump in a statement. Inaction is not acceptable in this case. Shaquilla's family deserves swift justice for her death. There's no evidence that any extraditions will take place. And DeLars' office has yet to announce one. The State Department has said it is closely observing the local authorities inquiry in response to a query from BET.com, the agency says it does not respond to information requests concerning extradition but according to the DOJ when one US citizen kills another in a foreign country while it is a criminal offense there are statutory limitations and also discussion between the Justice Department and the US State Department the Attorney General must determine that the killing took place in the country where the suspect has left and that the country cannot ex- pursue extradition. It is unclear if King's office felt that Robinson's death fell outside of this criteria. The statement provided indicated that the investigation could reopen if new information were presented. At a Wednesday press conference, Sue Ann Robinson said that the family was disappointed but not deterred and invoked families of Ahmed Arbery and Sandra Bland who others means of pursuing justice after being disappointed by the prosecutors. We're going to continue to press on, she said, we're going to continue to demand that there's a higher level of diplomatic intervention in this case, that if the US authorities are again, telling us, oh, it's back on Mexico, we don't have a problem with that. We know that we have to carve our own path to justice. And we've, we've been doing That from the beginning. Meanwhile, social media erupted in disgust over the latest development. Many feel that those who traveled with her should be held accountable and brought to justice. Most of all, the collective sentiment is that the U.S. government has simply failed the Robinson family. It has. It has failed the family. Yeah,
4: yeah, it has. And you know what I was sitting here thinking? I was sitting here thinking about, there's been a few cases of uh, the men, men, uh, taking their wives over there, over down to Mexico, and mm-hmm. the one, they come back and the woman don't, and they're found. Yeah. yeah. So I'm wondering how how was that different? I mean, what did what what warranted them to what warranted him to dismiss it so easily, as opposed to like those cases?
0: I don't know. I don't know why he wanted to dismiss it. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't. Because that that is uh what what's the incentive to do that? Other than the fact that racism plays a part. She's black, she doesn't she does she's you know not considered uh like when it came to Sam Little, he was a black serial killer killing minority women. Mm-hmm. So. some were black women
1: Mm -hmm. and he had
4: more bodies than Dahmer people don't even know
0: yeah he had a lot of bodies and they considered when black women were killed the lesser dead
4: no human involved is what they call it right? when they're prostitutes
0: right right and that's how he got away with it for so long and this is what's going to happen here Mm. unfortunately that's that's the case here when it comes to that yeah, that's
4: that's really sad. I, you know, I hope that these people rally around her and uh, request a reconsideration or something. I don't know. Supreme Court. I don't know what it, if it has to be appealed or or I don't know how that works with with, with her being in, a, in another country um, and it didn't occur here. I don't know how how that works, you know, as far as appeals and all this other stuff.
0: I I just think the fact of you try to get a civil case, make sure you hurt these people's pockets, make sure you find a way to uh, make sure they pay. If you can't get them in prison, you make sure that they can't even afford to to take bus fare. That's Mm -hmm. what has to happen because this is- Well, I
4: tell you through social media, their lives are ruined. Their lives are ruined. I'm sure they got quite a few death threats because this case, everybody was on this case. Oh, you yeah. know, the, the, the Internet's loose and everybody. So what the court of public opinion is see once you. That's why it's so it's so hard when these folks get posted on. People post these videos of them doing like the Karens and stuff like that. It messes them up really bad because, it, OK, yeah, the, the police are not going to do anything to you. The law enforcement are not going to do anything to you. But you on the Internet forever and ever. And people, you know, people going to get with you. <laughs> they will get with you.
0: <laughs> so That's it. They know your name. All they got to lose. is look mm-hmm. up your you,
3: know,
0: you can't really get a job. Nope. I don't know how you're going to live. Nope.
4: Yep. Yep. Because she, the, 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 yeah, because I'm sure they. I'm, I know that people were pleading. That's why a guy got on on shortly after it happened. He got on and tried to plead his case of how he wasn't there and this and that. Because I'm sure they were getting death threats and all kinds of stuff. Like they, like they, they ain't all sitting on the beach enjoying life. You know? No. You reap what you
0: sow. Basically, mm-hmm. and you can't. You can't really travel. I mean, you could travel, but you have to. You can't really. You can't enjoy your life.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: and plus mm-hmm. this, this just came out so everybody's going to be looking at you funny you can't live yep. in a black neighborhood you can't live in a black neighborhood
4: Mm-mm. and in some white some white neighborhoods white people sympathize uh, you, you're not going they're not going to want you there oh you oh you like to fight and this that no no you know they don't really want you 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 really a really decent person they don't really want you around <laughs> you know they don't want no scalawags so
0: that's how it is but let's get into this cash app killer now they found this killer and this is the, the update on this situation
6: to san francisco fox 2 bay area reporter evan cernofsky he's standing by he's been on this story uh, from the b- very beginning uh, and evan thanks so much for being with us we learned a lot uh, of new details today uh, especially with the relation uh of Momeni and bob lee as well what more do we know
5: That's right, Andrew. Prosecutors revealed that Bob Lee had been hanging out with the defendant's sister before the killing, and something happened that enraged the defendant. He drove Mr. Lee to a secluded location and stabbed him three times.
4: Oh, my God.
5: Wow. Wow. Momeni's family arrived in court on Friday morning as the alleged killer faced a judge for the first time since being arrested Thursday. Momeni didn't speak but made a heart sign to his family while escorted in handcuffs. Prosecutors revealing for the first time the circumstances leading up to the killing in court documents, including that Lee had been hanging out with Momeni's sister, Kazar. Prosecutors say Lee was at an apartment here on the 1500 block of Mission with Kazar and other friends. He then left for his hotel, where Momeni began grilling him on whether his sister was, quote, doing drugs or anything inappropriate. Lee assured Momeni she was not. The two later met at Kazar's apartment in the Millennium Tower just after midnight on April 4th. They were seen leaving on security video in Momeni's BMW. And driving here to the 400 block of Main Street, where prosecutors say Momeni and Lee got out and Momeni stabbed Lee three times, one of the wounds piercing his heart. Prosecutors (laughs) said Momeni used a kitchen knife in a planned and deliberate attack. District Attorney Brooke Jenkins had this to say Friday.
7: There was some type of dispute between the two men, um, at least that Mr Momeni was upset with Mr Lee about something prior to them leaving her residence.
4: This is a person who was in his vehicle with a kitchen knife. That's not something most of us carry around uh, at all times with us. And so that this was something that he
5: intended to do. Now, Andrew, that defendant, Nima Momeni, is due back in court on April 25th for an official arraignment. That's when he'll enter a plea likely not guilty as this case proceeds to a preliminary hearing when we should learn a little bit more, especially more about the motive in this case. Reporting live in San Francisco, Evan Cernofsky, KTVU,
6: Fox 2 News. Okay, so Evan, uh, we don't really know any more details yet about, I guess, the nature of the friendship or relationship with the sister and Bob Lee. Uh, Were they just friends? Was it romantic in nature? We don't know that, do we? We
5: don't know that, we know from court documents that they apparently had known each other for a few years, that they were at least friends and acquaintances. And it seems that Bob Lee and the sister were actually a lot more well acquainted than Bob Lee and his killer. We do know that Bob Lee knew his killer from what the police and uh, authorities told us yesterday at that press conference, but a lot more of that relationship, what was really going on, that question, that grilling from Mr. Momeni, Uh, to Bob Lee about the inappropriate behavior and the drugs just opens up a whole uh, series of questions for anybody wondering what exactly had been going on at these parties that they were going on going to and hopefully we should be learning some of those details soon
6: yeah what about the community what about Bob Lee's friends and family are they relieved at least that someone's in custody over this
5: oh absolutely this was one of the most shocking Homicides in recent memory in San Francisco, really stunning uh, residents in the neighborhood where uh, Mr. Lee was killed and also people all across the tech industry and business world, uh, Silicon Valley and San Francisco and beyond. And just knowing that somebody has been caught and is facing justice.
0: Yeah, what was going on with these parties, man? That's what I want to know. Yeah, i um, so um... separated. All right. He has two kids. But what was going on in those parties? That's the thing
4: mm mm-hmm. mhm
0: yep and and if that that girl the, that
4: uh the suspect or whoever did it, if that girl was Muslim then um they you know how serious they are, depending on what you know what um if they're second third if they're a- Amer- if they've been in America a few generations or you know but they're mm-hmm. very serious about about certain things about the women in their family so uh, that I don't know, but it it it, it the cash app founder do you <laughs> I'd be walking around with security and what you want in a pat? You need to get to do a pat down. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's right. just but it's, it's just them. too Mm-hmm but the cash app founder, you know how many people you I know he's a he's a few times over a billionaire got to be
0: Yeah, he, he so, has to be Mm -hmm. All right. Let me read this article IT consultant Nimi Mooney fatally stabbed Cash App founder Bob Lee Through the heart after the pair fought About the suspect's sister and whether they were doing Anything inappropriate new court documents released Friday alleged police claim That before Lee was murdered on the streets Of San Francisco in early hours Of April 4th Mooney and the slain Tech entrepreneur had talked on the Phone about his sister Kazar Elisani Who was married to someone else she was married to somebody else.
1: Oh. So.
4: See that see that see now that that's that's a detail right there that's a, that's yeah. a uh, very important important detail. I I thought maybe they was just dating. But no, yeah. she's married and, and Muslim. Oh, you you can stop right there. I already see what the picture is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he, he was separated. And an unnamed, unnamed witness told police that Miami grilled Lee about his sister asking if Elisa who is married to a prominent plastic surgeon who was doing drugs or anything inappropriate. Lee 43 assured his alleged murder that nothing out of the bounds had happened. Police didn't elaborate on the relationship Lee had with Elisiana, who was not named in the court documents. The witness told police that it was unclear to him if Lee and Elisiana had an intimate relationship. Lee had been estranged from his wife with whom he had shared two kid, two girls at the time of the murder and had moved from California to Florida with his dad. The fateful night, Miami drove Lee to dark and secluded area of San Francisco. The charging documents allege where he stabbed him through the heart with a kitchen knife. Miami brought the knife with him from his home, which police said makes clear the murder was planned and deliberate. Kazar texts Lee around the time of his murder to check in on him. Documents claim, just want to make sure you're doing okay because I know Mima came way down hard on you, she wrote. And thank you for being such a class man, handling it with class. Love you, selfish pricks. Miami was arrested Thursday morning after an exhaustive investigation and made his first appearance in court Friday, which attended by his sister and her husband. He flashed a heart sign to her from the dock, and she responded with the same symbol. Miami is set to be formally arraigned on April 25th and faces more than 20 years in prison if convicted. Here's what we know about. Uh, yeah. You, let me just get through this first. Here's what we know about Nima Morini. Who is Nima Morini? Nima Morini was the boss of the company called Expand IT, which helped other businesses with their IT infrastructure and cybersecurity. Why was he arrested? Miami was arrested after the stabbing of Cash App founder, Bob Lee. Police are charging him with the murdering of the 43-year-old. Police said the 28-year-old knew Lee, but didn't elaborate on a relationship with each other or what the alleged motive was. What are the next steps? Bloomy is scheduled to appear in court Friday for the arraignment. Face maximum 26 years to life in prison if convicted of all charges. Yeah, you were saying.
4: Um, I, I wonder about his mental status if he has because that's just that's so random. That's so random. The other thing is if he could have been a lover to to the cash up guy. You know, that that that's another thing.
0: I don't you know. You never know. You never know. But the thing is like she's a married woman. And she's going to these parties with another dude that's not her husband. So, mm-hmm. and wonder, she's Muslim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'm wondering, like, what's the deal here? I mean, what's going to go on from here? I mean,
4: yeah, but that's, that's, that's so to take somebody out like that of that stature. I I wonder about his man. And then he putting up hard, putting up the hard hand thing in court, like he ain't concerned.
0: So yeah, he's concerned about like going to jail. I mean, I guess it's one of those types of families. They, you know, you you do whatever you can for your sister, protect her honor. But that wasn't his place. It's her place. She's supposed. To it's her, her, her husband's her place. hmm. I mean, the thing is, like, she's supposed to want to protect her marriage. She's the one who she knows she's married. It's her what... Mm-hmm. What this? Oh man, he threw away his life twenty six yeah, years. Yeah,
4: this is what I'm saying. It, it, that's what makes me wonder about his mental status because the rationality of it, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, oh, you are you with my sister? She getting high and it, boom, boom, boom. He's gonna drug you like in, <laughs> you and shank you right. like you in jail. You know, that's, right. I mean, it's not funny. God help me. But wow, you know. Wow people but people are fragile out here. You just got to be careful.
0: My thing is like it's not even like fragility. it's like her actions got her brother in prison. That's mm-hmm. what I'm seeing. He's responsible for his actions, but you're married. W- what are you doing? And unfortunately, you know th- there's no consequences gonna happen for her. I mean if the guy chooses a divorce, Her husband, if her husband chooses to divorce, man, it's it's just messy all around.
4: Yeah, it is. It's very sad. Mm
0: -hmm. And all you can say is just the fact that, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's just, it's messed up. It's messed up. Yeah, it is. What do you think about this Budweiser uh, commercial situation? Oh, I
4: haven't seen it. it.
0: Oh, but they had uh, Dylan Mulvaney for um, as a spo- as a sponsor for Budweiser. Yeah, and, I, no, I'm I,
4: not familiar with the case.
0: Okay, all right. Let me uh, put this up.
7: Tonight, the head of Anheuser-Busch is out with a response to some of the backlash that we've covered here on the show on Bud Light's partnership with trans influencer Dylan Mulvaney. You have the CEO, Brendan Whitworth, saying that they never, I'm quoting here, they never intended to be a part of a discussion that divides people. We are in the business of bringing people together over a beer. We told you about all of the drama on this about a week ago. This has been going on for days. Ever since the (laughs) company sponsored a post on Mulvaney's Instagram during March Madness, uh, there were some people who did not like that. They started posting videos online, calling for boycotts, dumping out their Bud Light, destroying cans, etc. PR and crisis management expert Molly McPherson, who's been writing about this, is with us now. And now you have this response, finally, right, from the head of Anheuser-Busch, um, on something that a lot of people have a lot of feelings about, whether you're who's calling for boycotts or whether you're somebody who thinks that the boycotts are, you know, um,
3: Yes, and when you say we finally have a message, it's not a surprise that it landed on a fr- late Friday I know, afternoon. Friday, that's a good point. Yep, <laughs> exactly. So I believe, you know, this message. When you read the tone and the language used in this message, it's written like it's it's almost an ad, or you're at a Bruce Springsteen concert. You hear all the language about honor and history, values, military hard working it's written in a way that appears to be very non-polarizing but it seems like it's almost coded to speak to the conservative right to let people know that we didn't want to cause a ruckus we didn't want to make a big deal about this what we care about are all of our customers but it seemed like they were speaking to one customer in particular
7: so, do you see it then, Molly, as a capitulation to those calling for a boycott? Do you think it says something about perhaps business pressure that Bud Light ended up being under, or or not? No,
3: I, I think it was more strategic. Like, no one has written the playbook yet about how to execute a perfectly strategic uh, campaign when it involves representation, social issues, or any type of you know group where it might cause some type of a ruckus online. It's always like a campaign to campaign as we go. But they knew that it was going to cause a lot of discussion. You know, they sent out the product to influencers. Influencers are on social media. People create content and commentary around social media. So it's no surprise with Dylan Mulvaney, who created a lot of pushback when when she did a campaign with Ulta. And that is, you know, a makeup company. So clearly they knew that there would be some type of pushback with Bud Light. But what they came away with was millions of, you know, earned impressions in the media. So a lot of people were talking about it. So it was far from an unsuccessful campaign.
0: I mean, a lot of people could protest against this, but I don't see how this is going to uh, make a dent and make them change because... You Know these out the alphabet mafia has a lot of money when it mm-hmm. comes to this, but what are your thoughts on it? Uh, yeah, the alphabet
4: community has a lot of money, but being a, 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 a national beer brand, there's more money in the consumer's uh pocket, if you will. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know that they, they, you know what I'm saying, Like like, if I had to stake my uh, stake my name on it i would go more for the consumers because you know beer is is just like really a uh, a high seller among um heterosexual you know men uh mm-hmm. and that that are you know they're not they don't want to be represented in that way i'm not sure i i, I can't speak for them but you know that's that's all i'm saying
0: well, the thing is, is like uh, a lot of them are trying to take over different uh, beer companies. They're taking over uh, women's wear. Like Dylan Mulvaney, he got, a, he got an endorsement from Nike to wear women's clothing, sports sporting mm-hmm. wear. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's like they're taking over. I mean, you can, you know, people can, you know, boycott and they could also try to make their own business. That's basically what they could do because yeah. there's not much you can do. I mean, you could look at like, Uh, I forgot her name. Uh, her name was Riley, and she was Mm -hmm. speaking out against you know trans and women's sports. And look what they did to her. They came after her.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, it really is kind of tried to hold her in in a room for like.
3: Yeah, you. It really
0: is kind of. It really
4: is kind of unfair. Because you did de- when you're dealing with the physiology of them, they they still mm-hmm. they have more upper body strength. It's kind of like an unfair advantage uh, in that regard. So I think that right. there's some merit to, uh, to it not being because um, the hormones can only do so much. The hormones can only do so much, and on the medicine side, it, they really. Um, they can conf- they, they mess them up real bad a lot of times so um but when you go in a weightlifting uh competition you know what i mean as a male to female you you have you have an unfair advantage of the upper body strength that's natural to you i i don't know you know mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's I mean, what no with that. that it-
0: yeah, true. I mean, there's no way that a woman could fight and, and win against a man in a in a boxing match. Unless unless that man is really poor in shape, you know, whether, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, a man that's fully trained athlete is not going to be able to go up is not going to lose against a woman who's also fully trained because there's still skeletal much uh, structure to deal with. There's a whole lot of other things. I mean, they had mm-hmm. Fallon Fox. You know, she he he fractured a woman's skull. He was allowed to fight in a female, but he's he he basically he could have killed her.
4: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yep. That's what I mean. I'm talking about the physiology of this situation, not the social. The social aspect is another level, but just the physiology of it makes it unfair. Right. Because like I said, hormones are only gonna do so much and your body is geared towards you know, if you are born a male, then you it's geared towards wanting to produce the testosterone, the, the hormones that's that it, it that are there, that that, you know, are natural to it. So and you gotta take all these all these treatments to keep the hair from going and this and that, but it's only gonna do so much. It's only gonna do so much.
0: Pretty much. So but here's the mm-hmm. here's a wild story I found. Anheuser Busch CEO was former was a former CIA spy. Turns out the CIA the CEO of Anheuser Busch, the parent company that owns Bud Light, was a former Marine turned CIA recruited specialist. According to a tweet by Benny Johnson of Turning Point USA, Anheuser Busch boss, Brendan Whitworth, was a former CIA operations officer specialized in recruiting and handling of human sources. Okay. Mm. now however well, that doesn't ta- surprise me me neither i'm not, <laughs> there's a lot of things coming out he is now however tasked with trying to fix the company's damaged image after a failed transgender marketing campaign and as a bush lost over six billion in just six days after it released a commentative can featuring transgender activist dylan mulvaney to honor his first 365 days of transitioning TGP reports in the now scrubbed linked in profile. The CEO has listed operations officer, counterterrorism center, clandestine service as a past occupation from 2001 to 2006. He listed D.C., Pakistan, Tanzania and Iraq as locations. The Gateway Pundit has reported extensively on the former federal intelligence officers landing of jobs at social media platforms. This has raised concern about potential governmental relationships between social media platforms and federal government regarding censorship and narrative control, particularly the lopsided nature of the censorship seemingly targeted at conservatives. This, of course, was the focus of one of the first Twitter files released after Elon Musk assumed ownership. Fox News has originally reported on this back in 2022. But without the controversy of the bizarre hiring of a controversial figure such as Mulvaney, It didn't garner much attention however given the nature of the twitter files the alleged involvement of federal informants and agitators in the j6 j6 protests and the strange circumstances of utilizing dylan Lovini as a brand ambassador it certainly has drawn attention to the ceo's past occupation Mm. so that's interesting because the government is already paying social media um personalities with a big following to talk about, you know, talk about that secret sauce to try to get people to take that secret sauce, if you know what I mean.
4: Mm
0: hmm. Mm hmm. So, yeah. This, this is something that is uh, very much uh, to raise your eyebrow about. I mean, if they have this, they can control the narrative, they could have them, you know, working again for the government and, uh, Help you know, help put in their uh, agenda out to the masses.
4: Yeah, that's true. That's very true. It's all it's all one big web, and we'd be surprised at who's connected with who. And who's uh, there's a few YouTubers that I really like that really they got they got the goods on folks lineages and how uh, one that I follow. I'm not going to say the name, but, uh, he went all the way back in the lineage of Jeffrey Dahmer and Ted Bundy and found like murderers within that lineage that are, that are, are, are famous. So it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. It, it, it's amazing. Well, it really truly really is.
0: Father, he was a gangster. Huh? Woody Hallerson's father. He was a gangster. Oh yeah, yeah. The guy who played, uh, he was, um, he played in Natural Born Killers. Woody, uh, Woody. Harrison.
4: Cheers. Yeah, I know Woody Harrison. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It doesn't surprise me, you know, because people, uh, yeah, people's lineage is, it, it's, it's all genetics. It's all genetics a lot of times. But he was, uh, Dharma was linked to the that queen. I can't remember the one who. Uh, was scandal it was scandal that she would um, she was cannibalistic and she would eat, eat eat like the servants and do like all kinds of and then um, the lady in New Orleans what was that lady's name uh, that famous lady who owned slaves she used to do some heinous stuff
0: I heard about that I don't I th- know her name I think, I think that
4: Lollier I, or something I, it's not on it's not in my mind right now but I think the, yeah
0: the New Orleans they kicked her out of the mansion Because it was so yeah
4: yeah every yeah they they she was so bad that you know them black folks down there was coming after because you know New Orleans has Haitian roots and they you know they do voodoo and all this other stuff and and you know they was with it (laughs) back Mm -hmm. then so uh, it was rough even back then but yeah when they found out what she was doing to people it it was just stuff that you could never even think a human could do to another human Uh, matter of fact the I got the book in my Amazon wish list, but yeah, so she is. Man, listen, it's it's more than a notion. So, and they know okay. who Jack the Ripper is too. And he wasn't just killing prostitutes. Some of those women were housekeepers who knew knew the secrets. So, and they yeah, they knew who Jack the Ripper is from the eighteen hundreds. They know who he was. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. Is it listen? <laughs> it's some stuff that we if we knew it would blow your mind, really and truly. hmm
0: All right, I'm gonna do this last story now. Um, this is about the truck drivers now. Okay, here we are. Yeah, this is gonna
4: be yeah, cause my phone getting hot.
0: Oh wow. Okay. Yeah.
8: And off the top at 5:30, hundreds of local workers left without a paycheck. They say their company, Flagship Transport in Medley, owes them thousands of dollars. Good evening, I'm Jim Barry.
7: And I'm Lauren Pastrana. Most of those workers are independent contractors, and as CBS News Miami's Jacqueline Quinn explains, they don't always have the same protections as other employees
9: truck drivers who came into this yard in medley after traveling thousands of miles were given a shock
0: they lied to us told us everything was fine it's just a miscommunication between the banks keep working and then you could come in physically and pick up your check it was all a lie when we came there was no one here the
4: offices are empty they owe me eight thousand dollars some companies, some drivers they owe ten thousand dollars oh my to, god $7, oh
0: no juan suarez is Mm-mm. one of the truck drivers you know that keyword that was mentioned there what sir? Banks.
9: Mm. Who has been out making deliveries,
0: everything, all, all types of products, farm products, milk, um, everyday products that we use in our, in our homes.
9: Zara's estimates hundreds of other drivers like him who drive for flagship transport are in the same boat.
0: We called the police. They said there's nothing they could do. So who do, who do, who do we go to with this problem?
9: I've tried reaching out to the company here through multiple listed contacts, but no one has gotten back to me. Through court filings, the company is already being sued for not paying a lease.
6: And this is a generality. If you have lots of people that are owed money, it usually means there's money troubles and that company will not be around a whole lot longer.
9: Gary Costales, Mm -hmm. an employment lawyer says, what people need to know is independent contractors sometimes don't have the same protections as employees. So do extra research on such companies before taking the job. In addition, he says, keep some things on file, like documentation for a task or a job contract to save receipts. And to report to the local employment or labor authority over lost wages when applicable.
6: Miami-Dade County has a wage theft ordinance that's pretty strong and it allows for hearings and everything.
9: Now, if a company is going under, generally those who are owed money typically have to file a claim through a court process.
0: This is, really, this is embarrassing. This hurts financially, morally. This is wrong.
9: For now, Suarez and others feel they have no choice but to keep waiting. In Medley, I'm Jacqueline.
0: This is insane, man.
4: This yeah, insane. I would have stopped the first the, when the first check didn't come out. Oh, okay, I'll see y'all later, uh, and just go on here yeah. and go to the labor board for my money. Uh, Eight thousand dollars, ten thousand. No, sir. No, sir. And then you're owner operator, so I think it's all on you. So uh, no, that's not how that go. Mm-mm. I would have shut that no, down right, right quick. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know.
0: This ha- if this keeps happening, you know, we're going to be screwed when it comes. to and supplies people have to better yeah. buy their own food and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Team drivers for a chrome operator of Villa Park, Illinois, says they were working, um, looking things for these things were looking bleak after they were stranded in a Chicago area hotel for the th- three days more than a thousand miles from home without a paycheck or a truck until a trucker's outreach organization offered to pay their rental car expenses to get home to Jacksonville, Florida. On Tuesday, the team drivers were headed. Home, Thanks to a nonprofit group, truckers, emergency assistant responders after the drivers feared being homeless in Illinois with their funds ran out. The father and son team with a combined of 24 years of driving experience under the belt said Daniel or Daniel Kizak, owner of Commerce, ghosted them after returning for after returning their tractor trailer to the carrier's yard on Friday as they waited for a different truck to drive, which never arrived. Neither did the paychecks, which were amounted to about three thousand for two weeks pay and reimbursement for the hotel. They booked to wait for their new truck to be out there out of the shop. It was an empty, all empty promises, said the younger trucker who asked to be identified by his Twitter handle at runtdc, or by Super Hustle. I thought we were friends, but now he's in the wind and he's not going to respond to me anymore. He's blocked all our other numbers. His dad did not want to be named. Or interviewed for the article for fear of retaliation. At one point, Super Hustle, who said the pair operated a company drivers, but were paid as, a, as 1099 contractors, asked Kirzek if they could if they could move personal items, they cleared out of the other of truck, check out of the hotel, and stay in the new truck until it was finished, amid dwindling funds. Kirzek's response back to the driver's were the company's bankrupt and closed, bro. Trucks went back to the bank according to one of the text messages shared with with Freight Waves. As of the publication on Wednesday, Freight Waves was unable to confirm that Chromex Incorporated had filed for bankruptcy. Chromex listed 15 power units and 16 drivers when it updated its MCS.150 form in October 2022, according to the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration's Safer website. However, one of the drivers said that the number had dropped to around five trucks in months leading up to the closure. Over the past 24 months, S trucks have been inspected 20 times and six have been placed out of service for a 30% out of service rate. That is higher than the industry's national average of around 22% um, according to the FMCSA data. The company's drivers had been inspected 43 times and three were placed out of service resulting in a 7% out of service rate. The national average for drivers is about 6.6%. The firm's trucks have been involved in three crashes, including one with injuries and two two tollways over the past 24 months. The father and son team had driven Chromex twice, once for six months, and the second time for almost a year. The first time we left after six months was because the truck was in shop. For more than that, it was on the road and we barely made any money. Super hustle said we came back to Chromex when the company was removed, was moved to started to not make any money. When asked when he and his dad would be paid and why he gave up the truck, Kirzak responded, because I lose money running your, <laughs> running your backside on a truck with payment. He also texts drivers who got, <clears throat> who got messed up and have to find a new job. Daniel Kersak and his wife, Irina Kersak, failed to respond to Freightways' messages seeking comment. Mm. This is sad, man. This is unbelievably yeah, sad. Yeah, that, that's,
4: that's terrible.
0: Yeah, but this is something that's probably going to happen nationwide, slowly, because you see, I mean, I've seen with PNC Bank, they start putting blue dye on the cash. You know, people want their their cash that has blue dye on it, and blue dye is something you put on cash in just in case someone wants to rob your bank, so the dye explodes on the cash. Robbers can't use the cash. People can't use that money now. Mm. So what's really the deal here? That's the thing.
4: Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know. I have both a credit union and I'm with Chase Bank, but um, I'm not sure I'm going to, you know, keep cash on hand. But I looked at the bank. They say what you want to know the health of the bank. You look at the cash on hand, that bank, Silicon Valley. They leveraged all all their stuff on the government bonds. Government bonds are for long term. You can't cash those in real quick, you know, and they should have had with that many millions of dollars. Billions of dollars under their belt, they should have had more cash on hand. That I mean, that's what I would have did, uh, as opposed to you can have your investments in the in the. It's very complicated, but um, it, it, the, the the you know the debt is terrible. The debt is terrible, and if we, you know, everybody talking about China and Russia, but the thing about it is, uh, China not doing so well with with having to recover from the from the the virus and and. Uh, the their see, they, it's it's kind of like a catch twenty two because they got rich off of the products they made he, for here. Mm-hmm. If we don't have money to buy their products, then how are they gonna, you know what I mean? It's it's a catch twenty two. I don't know if they're trying to take it to digital currency or what they're trying to do. Well the uh, thing is
0: like they I've heard about the digital wand and plus the fact they've been buying up farmland, they've been buying up the meat processing processing uh refineries here in America. Mm-hmm. Um you know, they uh, there's even a report saying they got their own secret army here already due to the open borders under Biden. So there's a lot that's going on here and this is why I said with black Amer- black Americans they really have to be pushing for you have to have some tangibles as reparations. All right. If you don't want to do digital currency, please, you know, ask for gold. Okay. Ask for gold, ask for land, but I prefer we go for gold because that never loses value. Okay.
4: Yeah, I, I would go with land because I, I, growing up under people who grew up on the depression with 13, 14 kids. They they were always able to sustain themselves with animals with their animals and their and their their own crops and stuff. So if nothing else, you got you know what I'm saying. You got y'all gonna eat. Your land is paid off. You got a water a a source of water. Then you know you can survive. You can survive if if it's just if it gets down to scorched earth. You know what I mean?
0: Right. And that's so but a lot of them, you know, they, you know, I've talked, I've had conversations with a person, uh, FBA, they they got mad at me because I wasn't FBA and they say, Oh, you can still use cash. You can still, no, you can't. It doesn't make a cash is losing its value right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. The Saudis, you know, they just flipped off Biden. They're the Middle East. They're all coming together the leaders, they're going to make, they're going to have their own currency. They're going to do their own thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. they already made cuts with the oil. Okay. So gas prices are going to go up soon. Yeah. So I didn't
4: realize that. And I was trying to figure out why is California, why is my gas bill and all my stuff going up? uh they're not I think they said they're not using their reserve their their own oil they're now importing the oil, so that's why I got up to six and seven dollars a gallon, but they're also installing they're they're making major pushes to install a charging station for these electric vehicles and stuff like that so it, things are moving fast things are moving very fast so yeah,
0: extreme yeah extremely fast. And uh, I -hmm. I know you gotta go because I don't, you know, I know you said your phone is getting hot. Yeah, it's getting hot. Mm -hmm. All right. But, um, you know, it was great, you know, talking to you and I'll just continue to stream. Okay.
4: Okay. All right. I'll catch up with you later.
0: All right, cool. Thanks for coming on. Okay. No problem. Bye. Bye. Okay. Let me see where I'm going. All right. okay this one is unreal right here all right so canada i i don't know what it is but it's become the devil's playground canada police ordered to arrest hugely successful pedophile hunters you've heard me it's not arresting pedophiles it's arresting pedophile hunters canada police have been ordered to arrest members of a hugely successful group of pedophile hunters while the predators they're exposed and are allowed to walk free. Let me read that again. Canadian police have been ordered to arrest members of the hugely successful group of pedophile hunters while predators they have exposed are allowed to walk free. That is crazy. Over the last few years, child sex rings are finally being exposed after years of official cover-ups and citizen groups are now tackling the creeping epidemic of pedophilia head-on. There are dozens of there are dozens these pedophile hunters groups operating in Canada and many more in the United States and other countries. They pose as underage children on sites where kids gather and bait the trap. When they lure a pedophile taking interest in the child, they play along until the pedophile sets up a meet. Then they confront him with a video camera and hand the evidence to the police. The press has reported on many convictions entirely down to the efforts of these groups who have decided that if the police are not going to do their job and investigate these pedophiles, then they will get their hands dirty and do the job themselves. But now Canadian police have been ordered to stop, to put a stop to these groups and police officers have been ordered to arrest the pedophile hunters. This is insane. The reason, Well, it's more of an excuse that are than a reason, but what is being reported is that pedophile hunters don't safeguard the privacy of the victims. Furthermore, pedophile hunters engage in harassment of the pedophiles. This is a wondrous example of the double think because in the eyes of the Canadian authorities, the only victims are the pedophiles who have been arrested. Quebec police announced Thursday that six people, pedophile hunters have been arrested as part of the investigation into the group that had drawn complaints from pedophiles. None of the pedophiles exposed by the hunters were arrested by the police. Police in the city of Nua say the pedophile hunters would film their meetings with pedophiles after contacting them online, posting the video, the videos on social media. In order to lure the pedophiles, the group sometimes used sexually explicit photos, faked to give them the impression that the subjects were underage. There are exchanges of photos during conversations online and what the law says when you share a video That is explicitly pornographic material and that you can claim that it represents a person of age of a minor, even if it really isn't. It becomes child pornography, Constable Andre East told the Canadian press. It's considered as such, even if in truth, it doesn't really represent the body of a minor person. Canadian parents and families are well within their rights to be very suspicious of what's going on. Pedophile hunters who have been hugely successful in exposing online creeps and perverts are being arrested for the crime of using photos of consulting adults who appear to be very young in order to lure pedophiles and expose them for depraved crimes. Meanwhile, the police are refusing to arrest pedophiles and apologizing to them for the harassment they endured. I really am thinking Canada is what the United States will be like in a couple of years. For more than a decade, Quebec police have been leading with the with the vigilant with the vigilante groups to stop their hunts. In January, after receiving multiple complaints, the police issued a release again warning people against involving themselves with cyber predator hunters in the region. In no case can a person take justice into their own hands, even if they are a victim of a crime, whatever it may be, the police said in a statement. But if the police are under orders to in, not to investigate and arrest pedophiles, who will do this job for society? It's it's true. okay now here's uh here's a video what you know this james bond supervillain looking like claus schwab has to say about this situation
10: A controversial initiative being promoted in the corridors of power by Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum in Davos is set to have families and anyone who cares about children up in arms. The World Economic Forum is now calling for the decriminalisation of sex children, arguing laws against age gap love, more commonly known as paedophilia, violates human rights. Rather than being a scourge, the paedophilia epidemic that's sweeping the world is actually nature's gift to humanity. According to Klaus Schwab, whose World Economic Forum has declared that paedophiles are being created by nature in increasingly large numbers, a reason. According to a research paper presented at the WEF in Davos, the paedophile phenomenon represents nature's attempt to cleanse the earth and save humanity from itself. Minor attracted people are far less likely to produce large numbers of offspring, according to academic data and the so-called underage people they have so-called relationships with are statistically less likely to go on and become heads of large families themselves. This appeals to the WEF and their vision of destroying the family unit and depopulating the earth. The WEF, which has ordered mainstream media to begin pushing the narrative, wants to introduce an international policy that will require the majority of countries to decriminalize or at the very least relax their laws against pedophilia. The New York Times, always at the forefront of the globalist agenda, ran an op-ed arguing that pedophilia is not a crime. According to the Times, civil rights protections must be extended fair use by the way, fair use to pedophiles. Without legal protection, a a paedophile cannot risk seeking treatment or disclose his status to anybody for support. Not to be outdone, CNN countered with an article proclaiming that paedophiles are not monsters or social deviants living in the shadows. According to CNN, it's high time for society to update its image of paedophiles. CNN followed up this article with an even more explicit call for sympathy. Rather than considering child molesters the lowest of the low, we should reach out to them and seek to understand them. Because according to CNN, one cannot choose to be a paedophile. The psychologist Jesse Bering, author of Perv, The Sexual Deviant and All of Us, also urges the reader to sympathise with child molesters, writing that people with paedophilia aren't living their lives in the closet. They're externally hunkered down in a panic room. Salon also got in on the act, urging us to meet paedophiles who mean well. And the BBC, which famously spent decades covering up for Britain's most notorious paedophile, Jimmy Savile, also wants us to think positively about the new generation of paedophiles. Make no mistake, a coordinated attempt is underway to present paedophilia as harmless. What is going on? The media are presenting us with a classic case of the Overton window. According to the political scientist Joseph Overton, there is a window within which there are ideas considered acceptable by society, tolerated therefore even by those who do not share them. Ideas outside this window are considered extremist and not accepted in public debates. From this Overton window idea, there has been a move to theorise how an idea that is currently radical can succeed in becoming accepted by society or even become popular policy. It is a scale of perceptions, whereby one goes from seeing an idea as unthinkable to seeing it as radical, then acceptable, then popular, and at that point translated into practice by politics. According to the global elite in Davos, it's time for mainstream society to catch up with them and relax the outdated social taboo against paedophilia. And what better way to change society's morals than by brainwashing the children? Just this week, Klaus Schwab was caught bragging about how the World Economic Forum has completely infiltrated education systems in many countries. According to Schwab, if children are exposed to the WEF ideology at a young enough age, they can be completely indoctrinated.
8: We put emphasis
0: on what I said before. So they want to try and groom kids to be monsters. Wow! Public-private partnerships which we
8: accompany. So when we define a, a project like our global educational initiative, I, I just describe it in a, in, a, in a second, we have under the leadership of Cisco and many other companies, practically all the big names, we, we try to revolutionize the educational system of uh, Jordan, Egypt, um, and now Burundi, um, by working together with the local uh, authorities. Um, we work also together with UNESCO, not only to equip the schools, but to put uh, to retrain the teachers, to put the new curriculum into, a curricula into place. So we work together with the, we accompany those. Com- uh, we, we do not set a, a difference to the Clinton initiative, which mainly, um, um, and which is a good thing, which asks companies to pledge some money to make a commitment and some to come back and to report. Um, we are with the initiative from the beginning uh, to the end.
10: They have infiltrated the schools, plotting a course straight at our children and we already know they have infiltrated the cabinets. Governments across the world, operating under the control of the World Economic Forum, are waging war on our children. Klaus Schwab's young global leaders are systematically attempting to normalize paedophilia and decriminalize sex with children across the world. In Jacinda Ardern's far-left New Zealand, a judge declared that 12-year-old children can consent to sex with adults. You heard me correctly. The case in question featured a 45-year-old man whose defence centred on the claim that his 12-year-old victim wanted it. I know she was a child, but the way she came to me was like a mature woman. I refused her, but she kept coming back to me. She truly wanted to do this, the 45-year-old said of the child who was just 12 years old at the time. In the final days of the trial, Judge Earwick addressed the issue of consent for a person under 16. Legally, a person under 16 cannot give consent for charges of indecent acts. Therefore, as a jury, all you need to decide is if the indecent acts took place, he said. Then came the kicker. The judge told the jury, But as for sexual intercourse, a person under 16 can give consent. You need to consider whether or not the consent was given based on the evidence you have. Welcome to Klaus Schwab's New Zealand but wait until you hear what's happening in France. Emmanuel Macron was re-elected as president last year in an election widely regarded as suspect. It's perhaps no surprise that he is also one of Klaus Schwab's young global leaders and France is also normalising paedophilia. President Macron's government voted against having an age of consent in France in 2018, becoming one of the first nations to give in to pressure from an international cabal determined to decriminalise sex with children across the world. This means federal law in France has no legal age of consent and adults who have sex with children of any age will not be prosecuted for rape if the child victim is unable to prove violence, threat, duress or surprise. The draft bill against sexual and gender-based violence, known as the CHIAPA law, was signed into law by the French parliament on the 3rd of August, sparking outrage in France as parents and children's rights groups accuse Macron's government of betraying the nation's children. The lack of an age of consent places millions of children in serious danger of sexual abuse in France, according to child protection officials. If anything, that's an understatement, but should they be surprised? Like Jacinda Ardern of New Zealand, Macron is one of Klaus Schwab's young global leaders. They are all hell bent on waging war against our children. Of course, the mainstream media is complicit in its silence. They too have been infiltrated by the World Economic Forum and they'll try to counsel you if you dare speak out against any of these issues. According to the mainstream media in 2020, obesity is healthy, experimental vaccines are not causing people to keel over and die to convince us that raping children is a way to make the world a better place. Even Orwell didn't think they would go that far. But if you've been paying attention to the WEF's absurd policies in recent times, you'll not be surprised. WEF policies all have one thing in common. They dehumanize, degrade, and mock us. They are designed to take away all of the joys of life and inflict maximum pain. Then there is the depopulation drive, which was a conspiracy theory for a long
6: time. I think there was a sense of relief, actually, in your frankness. Um, you brought up some issues that, that others are reluctant to That's my to trouble. Bring
10: up. <laughs> <laughs> Always. <laughs> all the religious... They don't want to eliminate the majority of us. According to these two WEF goons, all religious groups are opposed to the World Economic Forum because religions want more souls and the WEF wants less.
6: So in the session we just attended here at the Economic Forum, I think there was a sense of relief, actually, in your frankness. Um, you brought up some issues that, that others are reluctant to That's my to trouble. <laughs> Always. <laughs>
7: All the religious groups are against me because I'm talking about population. They want more souls.
10: I want less on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> At what point do we stop and say enough? How many times does the World Economic Forum have to declare their sinister intentions before the world stops and listens? Klaus Schwab's right-hand man, Yuval Noah Harari, who has a history of saying the quiet part out loud, has declared that God is dead and Jesus is fake news.
0: I mean, all this story about Jesus rising from the dead and being the son of God, this is fake news. Humans are now hackable animals. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket,
10: this is my free will, that's over. According to Harari, there is no place in the modern world for traditional Christian values. It's time for the world to accept the divinity of the World Economic Forum and let go of old-fashioned social taboos.
0: Developing even bigger powers than ever before. We are really acquiring divine powers of creation and destruction. We are really upgrading humans into gods. We are acquiring, for instance, the the power to
10: re-engineer life. Pointing out the wickedness of the elite never seems to make a dent or have any impact on them. Why? Because they have no shame. They have no shame because they have no moral compass. They have no moral compass because they believe God is dead and they live according to the rule of do as thou wilt. This precept infests every fibre of their ideology, from elections to open borders to climate change, abortion, paedophilia, you name it. I know at times it can feel dark and lonely, but the masses are waking up and the elite will not be able to take over as easily as they expected. Even the sheep are opening their eyes, which means there is hope for humanity if we continue to educate the masses. Please like this video. All right,
0: that's as far as I go. Um, okay, hope you liked the stream. Anything you wanna know about this channel is in the description box. Like, share, comment, and subscribe, later. I'm also on Spotify, later.